What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is Hello, the and welcome Truth. back to The Uncomfortable Truth. You know, there's things, we have habits when we, we have habits. We have things that, uh, you know, when I say habit, I think some people just say, think a habit is negative. Habits aren't negative. Um, but we just, as humans, we have things that we do, right? You wake up, you brush your teeth, Hopefully. you take a shower. Hopefully. You have your coffee. Hopefully. Not negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> but those sometimes are, those are like, all habits. Some when you don't will. have your yeah. uh have you ever woke up and like you don't have any coffee? Like yes. there's no coffee beans. There's or, nothing more frustrating there's than no that. Creamer. You're planning on it, you know. Yeah. It seems like you want it more. In your mind, you're like, Man, I know. I, I want <laughs> a big cup of coffee this morning. I can't wait. You know, you get up out of bed, it's the first thing you're thinking of. And then what? No coffee beans. The coffee that you uh-huh. bought, you actually forgot to buy. Oh, is yeah. that what happened? Yeah. Either that or your spouse <laughs> stole it. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. This, uh, this episode goes out to Amy and all the women where the men have stole the coffee in the morning and brought it Listen. to the Uncomfortable Truth office. <laughs> you have just I'm, been put on I'm blast, I'm sorry, brother. Amy. I love you. This is uh, um, the, the My thought process was it wasn't just selfish. I was thinking, you know what? It's almost 6.15. The uncomfortable truth guys are going to want some coffee this morning. Yeah. And four mouths are greater than one. (laughs) (laughs) Amy, you sacrificed your coffee. I need to be very clear here. Nobody did not call any of us and ask our opinion Uh, on this decision. (laughs) So I will not be shackled to this. So uh, Shane said, Ovi. Just grab the coffee. Amy's not going to care. Yeah, I'm drinking water. I was afraid to drink Amy's coffee so this morning. The other side of that story is nobody is drinking that coffee but Obi. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> okay. Uh, They're not lying. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough. It would be inappropriate to lie on a Christian podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like lying in church, like it's any different, right? Yeah. We're all sinful. Oh, All right, man. I'll open this up. Sean, you're up, dude. You ready? Ready. Ready's out. Ready's out. I don't, I stay ready, so I'm to get ready. Stay Heavenly ready. Father, mm-hmm. we thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the opportunity to be here. God, I pray that we honor you in all that we say and do. I pray that we're a light for you. I pray that we realize that we need to slow down and uh, see those opportunities that you present with us. Lord, I lift Sean up and uh, his. Uh, presentation and, and what you've laid on his heart today. Lord, we love you. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Just like all my subjects, this is on the fly. Uh, you know, well, it's on the fly, baby. Um, you put some thought into it at some point. Uh, for sure. You know, I've been uh, writing these devotionals for about five years, and I guess I've recently gotten to, the pl- gotten to a place to where I'm only doing it about twice a week. Okay. Whenever I used to do it, it I think the first year or two, I did it seven days a week, wow. and that was very. I mean, it's tough. Yeah, you. That's that's it, work. It, it is, and then, and then I um I I went to where I was doing uh five days a week, and now I'm a, a couple of days a week. So, so eventually, I, I got I got a couple of things in my life I need to sharpen up on. Well, I think eventually, like welcome the Lord, to the crowd. Yeah, well, welcome to the club. Eventually, yeah. 
you've been writing these things for five years, so it's kind of been a vision of ours to eventually you can go to the Uncomfortable Truth website, put your phone number or your email in, and you get one of these devotionals every day. So there's, I, I feel like there's been a big purpose of, sure, you know, not just, you know, obviously the people you sent them to right now, but in the future, we're going to, for sure, we're going to actually send those out. Well, this is one that I, I wrote this past Friday. Okay. And that's what I kind of want to talk about today. It's when God shows up in your life. And, um, so, um, reading out of the verse here, uh, Exodus nine sixteen. but indeed for this reason, I have allowed you to remain in order for you, in order to show you my power and in order to pro- proclaim my name through all the earth. Exodus nine sixteen. but indeed for this reason, I have allowed you to remain in order to show you my power and in order to proclaim my name through all the earth. And basically, in the devotional, I just went on to talk about uh, a specific time whenever God had showed up in my life, uh, whenever it was unexpected. And, uh, you know, um, one of the things I felt like I've been really good about over the years is um, declaring God's glory over the things that I'm doing in my life, you know, with my company uh, uh, or with my with my actions or with my family or even, even, um, um, where I live, I live, I live, uh, in White Oak and I live on nine acres and I even walked to all four corners of my nine acres and, and knelt down and prayed for God's provision over our property and our land. And I think it's in, I think it's important. And then whenever God shows up, don't be surprised, you know, uh, you know, in certain situations and, um, I've always had a fear of tornadoes. You know, I hate, uh, I can't stand them. I think it has something to do from my childhood. I don't, I don't know what it is, but, um, you know, we've never, we've never gotten hit with a bad tornado, you know, and I, I just think about all these things. And, uh, at the end, at the end of the day, it's God's provision over my life and, and he shows up at the right time. And, um, specifically, and I know I've brought this up before, I believe, I've talked to y'all about it, you know, but uh, I can specifically remember really struggling, um, you know, in business. In a, I think it was in, whenever I was in my mid-30s, about 10, about 10 years ago, we were really struggling, and we would have to um, always throw stuff in the trailer to go sell, you know, so we had enough cash flow, uh, you know, uh, in order to make payroll and whatnot, and it was such a such a grind and it was like one of those deals uh, and I believe it's probably one of the big reasons why uh, we ended up in the insurance industry because Obi kind of led the way and it was like man I don't know if I want to do this forever you know and uh, and we've been very fortunate you know uh, since then um, uh, to have some success in insurance uh, Obi and I and then and then hopping back uh, into the company where we used to always grind, and it's not as much of a grind as what it used to be, the the, the way it all played out. But anyway, this one particular time, we um, I can remember struggling to make payroll, and we were, you know, I, I, I want to say we had like a $24,000 American Express bill we need to pay, and then we had another $24,000 uh, in um in payroll and, and other expenses that needed to be paid by Friday. 
Okay. And so I knew this coming into Sunday night and I'm like, what are we going to do this week? And, <laughs> and I said, well, we have some inventory, you know, so we're fixing to throw all this stuff in the trailer and I'm fixing to make a run. And, and those I, are those Sunday nights when I finally, when I first realized what panic attacks were, yeah. <laughs> just, just, so, just so anybody, yeah. you're not, you're not and joking. And That's I'm, not yeah. a joke. Not yeah. joking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 48 grand doing less than five days with yeah. zero in the bank yeah. Yeah. and no, and no <laughs> potential I, sales. I think, We're about to just I think hop we in had 2,500 in the bank. <laughs> okay. 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 Let's get it right. Let's get it right. Come on now. The solution Sorry. is to give us a little credit, throw okay. the stuff in the truck and just drive around, try to sell the people. So yeah. And keep in mind this trailer that we have is not a little trailer, you know, 30, you know, I think it might've been, foot. A, I think it might've been a 36 foot, you know, dovetail. Okay. Big, big trailer. Enclosed trailer. Oh yes. yeah. I, that is a massive, Yes. Trailer to pull. Yes. Especially loaded. Uh -huh, yeah. So um, <laughs> I'm like, Wednesday rolls around. No, I'm sorry. I guess it was Tuesday rolls around, and, and I make the rounds. Okay, so I'm hitting, and, and I'm doing well. You know, I'm selling stuff. Um, you say make the rounds. You're you're going by hitting, stores that hitting you Hitting retail sell to? stores, yeah. Okay. We're hitting re – let's say we. I yeah. am hitting one retail. You, one of so you guys. We're, we're taking, uh, this particular time was me. Okay. And and I, I very well could have been back home trying to set up the okay. the, the appointment as he's driving. Yeah, hey, Obi hey. was selling lemonade back at home while I was Sean, yeah. in the room. <laughs> I'm like, Obi's hey, calling like, hey, Sean's going to be there. Sean's about to pull in. <laughs> Get your checkbook out. Yeah. 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 You know? He's got some awesome yeah. stuff. So we, would, so we weren't cold calling. I mean, it, it was orchestrated. You know, we would set up ahead of time, and we would call these people and let them know, hey, we're coming. Uh, we got some cool things, and a know. lot of times they liked it because they got to save on shipping. Uh -huh. They they didn't they generally sure. we were more apt to cut a deal. You know, we yeah we were <laughs> yeah. bringing them some value. Yeah, okay, yeah. So uh, it wasn't you know it wasn't like it wasn't a charity. Do you want to buy a vacuum cleaner? You <laughs> know, right. you know it some wasn't encyclopedias. Like, it wasn't like that. I do want to buy a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Thanks. Um. So anyway, so yeah, made the rounds. Uh, did really well, but got back and I was like fifteen, sixteen thousand short. And um, it was on a Friday morning. You know, I'm counting checks and I'm like, "Wow, I'm doing everything I can, God. I just need help." You know, and and I remember getting down on my knees and uh, and praying. I'm like, "God, I I can't do this." And we're we're coming into the afternoon, and um, I just can't do it on my own. Like, I mean, here I am, Lord. And I just remember, I was so. I was so broken at that in that moment because I I was so broken because I tried so hard and failed and uh, you know it's tough whenever you're like hey everybody's dependent on me and um, it's very difficult <sighs> anyway it's very difficult in that moment because you know. Everybody's looking at you, and they're like, "Hey, he's gonna make it happen." You got employees, you got your brother, you you got all these people, your your family, and uh, uh, sorry. Anyway, you get so broken, and, and you're like, "God, I can't do it." You know, I just need help. And um, man, God showed up, and um, a guy walks in, and he ended up buying like a sixteen thousand dollars chandelier out of nowhere. And um, and it it allowed us. I mean, this guy was just driving by. Everybody needs to understand 
we're in this financial um, crunch and we're sitting here in this place where um, it's not a retail. It's not a retail okay. location. That's people, not how you're going to drive people by. People aren't go, coming in. There. Yeah, I mean, like we're we're sitting here in these warehouses where people don't drive by and stop in. Sorry, I got emotional. And you know, it's like, what the heck? You know, I mean, this guy shows up out of nowhere. He's like, oh, I just saw the sign and I turned around and and uh, and here I am. You know, and he comes in. And it was everything I could do not to start crying in front of this dude the way I am now in front of all y'all. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, he comes in and he, and he drops like $16,000 in my lap. And it was just like, wow, you know, it was like God showed up. Those moments and, in our life are uh, and, So, I mean, incredible. I want to go back to this verse, okay, because this is scripture. You know, I just want to reread it one more time. Exodus 9, 10. But indeed... For this reason, I have allowed you to remain in order to show you my power. So, anyway, sorry. That's good stuff. If that if that's not showing power, um, you know, if that's not, you know, it, it's like he's clearly telling you in that verse, you're here so I can show you my power so you can tell people about me. <laughs> so yeah. you and so you can glorify me and 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 declare the only reason that this event happened in your life is because of me you know and and uh, without it, it was it was not going to happen without me you know and and um i just i think it's pretty awesome sean um you know i mean we 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 go through so much in life and uh and and god reveals himself in in ways that are really unimaginable. You, you, you couldn't, uh, there's a lot of people that might not believe that story unless they were there, yeah. you know, and, mm. and, uh, you know, it, oh, it was it, real. It's real. Uh, it was <laughs> a real, real, uh, mm-hmm. almost feels kind of like a miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, $15,000 yeah. just showing up on the it's afternoon of, 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 of for uh, perspective before that had anybody ever walked in and, into your shop randomly and spent more than 10 grand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had had people, we had had people spend a lot of money and I can't remember if this was before, um, we really started rolling with, with, um, the rustic ranch or not, which was the, the retail store. I can't remember if it was before we really started at one time that, sh- that showroom was popping, uh, but it wasn't yeah. antler chandeliers. I mean, it was, it was some other, it was other furniture and stuff. Um, but nevertheless, no, it was a very, it was a big surprise. Yeah. Okay. That, that, there was a, uh, it wasn't, it was unexpected. It was random. Um, and I, uh, and right on time. It was right on time, brother. You and say random, but it wasn't it, it's right on time. No, it was, yeah. uh, it was in God's timing, Yeah. you know, and it, and it brought, and it brought us to me telling this story today. Mm. Uh, I got to get better at controlling my emotions so nah. I can tell the story, but nah. you know, uh, you know, it's yeah. just um, and, it's and a real Sean, it's a Sean's real defense. Thing. You're not an emo. The, Sean, Sean is not an emotional guy when it comes to uh, expressing his his feelings. I can probably count. Um, I can certainly count on two hands, and I've known him for 38 years. Uh, how many times I've ever seen you get emotional like that? 
And it's because it's such a real event in your life. Yeah, and that's a cornerstone moment. That's absolutely exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, Interesting enough, I don't know if context of that verse was the seventh plague mm. when the Israelites are trying to leave Pharaoh and the plague was hell. Like really rain hell. Yes. Okay. Which we just experienced the hell storm. I don't know. That I thought that was an interesting, mm. uh, especially since we're insurance yeah. agents and y'all <laughs> deal with that all the time. But basically it's the Lord saying, Moses, trust me. I got all of you. I'm going to take care of you. You know, and the thing that jumped out to me was Sean. I've been going through uh, a thing called experiencing God by Blackaby. And it goes back to one of our first podcast guests where he said, Lord, where are you working? And where do you want me to be? Because he is working all the time. And one thing I am very, very, very guilty of that I hope to grow in is praying for God's presence to be in my life before I ever need him consistently in finances and family and belief and before action. you feel like you need him. What like, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. yeah. I see I haven't I didn't even I didn't even catch that. Praying for him before you Lord, I need you all the time. Right. Yeah. Before you Everything. feel like, oh, hey, save me. Hey, 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 you yeah. there? You save me. I know, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Help me. Yeah. Help me. Help me. You know. <laughs> yes. That's exactly right. Well, the uh, it, it says somewhere in the Bible, and Mark Homer quotes it in that Ruthless Elimination of Hurry book, but it's, it's something along the lines of me paraphrasing. God's presence cannot exist in a hurried, like, mm. state mm-hmm. of mind. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you've, you've got... There, there's a reason that the Bible says be still, and 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 so I just think that it's important that we that we recognize that uh, because we're all generally in a hurry. We all it's kind of a habit that we've made, that we've gotten ourselves in. Probably one of the greatest ways that Satan keeps us off kilter for Jesus. That's right. We're no, hurried. no doubt about it. The busier we are, the more distracted we are, the less we can focus and be still. That's right. on Him. I think it's definitely a problem for people like us who are like running businesses. You know, or do you think that's a? So I work with people every day that are not entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. They feel like everybody. Everybody I talk to, ninety nine percent of them, non business owners, cannot control their time, which creates panic and hurry. Okay, this is is enough because. Somebody else is telling them where to be and what to do, and they don't feel like they have control either. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I, I don't think it's just entrepreneurs. I think it is everybody in – it is a unicorn if you sit down with somebody and they tell you that they control the majority of their time and they're able to be still consistently and still be content mm-hmm. in the Lord. Yeah, that's Normally old blue-haired it, lady mm-hmm. or 80-year-old man who goes, son, take it from me. Yeah, I be take, still. I, it, it takes extreme discipline, and, and very few people have extreme discipline. Yeah. That is 100% true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what extreme discipline is? Uh, this is something that's become very clear to me. It's consistent habits, no matter what the circumstances. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> it's, it's consistent <laughs> habits. It's consistent. And it's recognizing the habits that are not good for you. Yes. You know, and, and, and flipping those on their on their head mm-hmm. and and you know this whole this whole these three podcasts you know just talking about changing your habits mm-hmm. uh, you know creating consistent habits of disciplines uh in of the Christian life you 100%. know reading your bible and praying and 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 the things that pull us to God and, oh, and slow us down I got to tell the story real quick cuz yeah. this was so powerful 
So there's a guy that worked with business owners all the time, Blackaby, in this in this literature we're going through, uh, Sunday school, really good. And he worked with huge, big-time CFOs, millionaires, billionaires. And, he, and they were believers. And he said it was not uncommon for a big CFO or owner of a company to go, I don't have time to give with the Lord. And he said later in his journey with the Lord, he would stop him. He'd go, it's not a time problem. You don't understand who the appointment's with. Hmm. And the reality is, is if you really think about it that way, would we ever miss that appointment if we knew we were meeting with our creator that is outside of the time that we live in? That controls every other appointment that we go to. 100%. If you think about it that way, yeah, that you just can't unthink that. Totally just brings it back on you. You, yeah. don't, you don't really understand. You don't believe. Yeah, you don't understand that, that you have the opportunity to meet with this appointment every hour of every day. Mm-hmm. And you're saying you can't even squeeze in 30 minutes? Yeah. Make the <laughs> most important appointment of your day your appointment with Jesus. Amen. That's Amen. a good way to close out. Appreciate you guys being here. Hit those buttons at the bottom. Help us reach more people for Jesus. Go out and kick the day in the face. We'll catch you on the next one.